Welcome to Parenting Today's Teens, a daily podcast that provides stories, insights, and wisdom to help you gain a deeper relationship with your teen. On today's episode, Mark Gregston and Wayne Shepard talk about what to do when silence builds walls. Let's listen in. We have a very serious topic to talk about today. You know, I think it is very serious. Kids today want to talk about what's happening in their world. And I think sometimes they feel like they can't talk to mom and dad because mom and dad don't have a clue (laughs) as to what's going on in their world. Well, you know what? Moms and dads need to find out about what is being said in their world and address those issues so that we can provide insight and speak truth into their life as they wade through the confusion of this culture. I like what you've titled the program, When Silence Builds Walls. It does. You know, if we don't talk about it, they're going to talk about things to other people. And it's important. We're going to mention some things that, uh, you know, on the program today that might be a little bit sensitive. Mm-hmm. And I would say, you know what, if you got little kids hanging around, maybe this, I mean, some of the words we use or the comments may not be appropriate for them. So we may want to either ask them to leave or or find something else for them to do right right. now while we talk about a very important topic here today. Mark, as we open up today's topic, I'm just thinking that uh, we often set limits of what we'll talk about with our kids and what we won't talk about with our kids. But everybody else is talking about all of this with our kids. That's right. You know, you have to understand that that this world is, is taking information and throwing it at our kids' constantly. I've said in other programs, how many channels did you have on your TV when you were growing up? About three. (laughs) About three. And now I have 900 on mine. I can get on the internet and I can look up anything, ask questions about anything, and I can find everybody else's comments about any topic there is and listen to their wisdom. Why should not parents address those issues with their kids? And so what I would need to do as a parent is to make sure that I am giving a message to my child that nothing is off limits. Ask the questions, and if I don't know the answer, I will try to find an answer. And sometimes I'd rather make one up, you know, because sometimes it's very difficult to share the truth, perhaps, about what a parent has been through or what a parent has experienced or what they know when they when they direct some answers back to their kids. Yeah, isn't it true that the limits are often set by a parent's um, perhaps embarrassment yep. about their own story or some other issue? It's, it's not about what our kids need. That's right. It's what we're afraid to talk about. That's right. You know, and I think there's times that parents come along and they say, okay, I have done some things wrong in my pre-marriage years. I partied too much. I played around too much. I was sexually active. I lived with my husband. I lived with my wife. Uh, We had premarital sex. All those things come up. Well, your child is wondering about those things, and the admission of some of those actions or activities that you did back then may affect your child in a way to prove to them that you're not perfect. And so what you do is hesitate to share anything with them. Let me assure you, your kids already know that you're not perfect. What they're looking for is help in an imperfect world. Guidance, yes. Guidance, say, how can I get through this stuff? And so parents always ask that question to me, should we share things about our past? My comment is absolutely. Now, it's got to be age appropriate. I don't talk about sexual tryst that I had to a 12-year-old, and I don't glamorize all my drug use or when I was drinking. You don't have to give all the details. I don't. 
But what I have to do in one sense is to convey to them that because of my actions, I now stand on what I believe today. I, I let them know this is how I got through it so you can get through it, you know, and I help them wade through those turbulent waters. And kids will always come back and say, now, wait a minute, mom and dad, you did those things and you turned out okay. So why can't I do those things? Because I know that I'll turn out okay. Well, let me tell you about the pain I had to go through. That's right. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of people don't get through it. You know, and so in one sense, I tell parents, go ahead and share those things when it's age appropriate for your child. And what you want to do is engage with them in a way that you're opening the door saying, whenever you have a need, whenever you have a desire, whenever you have a question, I want you to be able to come to me and ask. And if I don't know the answer, I will find out an answer and Mm -hmm. get back with you. You say that a parent's silence does more damage than any open discussion with a teen. I mean, they're already talking about this with their friends. They are. Why not with their parents? That's right. When they come home and a parent says, I don't want to talk about that. So if a parent says that, then that does some damage to the relationship. That builds a wall. Absolutely. And they go, okay, well, I'll go find out the answer someplace else. Kids are in a world now that they're looking for answers. And if they go to friends to get those answers, they're not going to get the wisdom that they can get from a mom or dad. And a mom and dad may say, well, I don't have wisdom on that subject. Then I would say, mom and dad, go find it. Then ask people in your life about the subject. Ask some questions about how you ought to handle some things. There are some things that you are doing that you need to ask questions about to see if it is a wise move on your part because it is affecting your kids in some way. And I think one of those things that that is so important is that I want kids to know that they can come to me and ask anything. Now, I've got to tell you, it scares me to death. I have kids asking me questions all the time. They ask me questions that I had no idea that I would have a little girl sitting across from me Mm -hmm. asking a question about something. Times have changed. But because she has been exposed to something and she wants to know how she's supposed to respond to it because she's faced with one of those decisions that she has to make, I need to process it and go, honey, give me... A minute, let me think about mm-hmm. how I'm going to answer this one because yeah. I've never answered this before. So I want to give you a good answer. Maybe that's the way you do it, or maybe you explore why they're asking that question because it may give you a lifeline into their life in some way that you can find out something else that's going on. You've recommended that technique before. Learn to ask good questions. Always ask good questions because the minute your child stops searching with you, they will search with somebody else. So yeah. I almost want to go along this journey with them and help them understand the process. I want them to know you can come to me when you need help. And if they don't go to another person, they'll go to the internet and you know what they'll find on the internet. That's right. You know, I, I was searching for a horse with my granddaughter on the internet. I was amazed at what she found. No. I was embarrassed. And she's nine years old. She's nine years old. And so I'm going, so parents, there's everything out there. There's everything out there. Do you want your child to rely on everything or do you want them to rely on you so that they can come to you Mm -hmm. and ask you questions? And what I find is when you give them direction and you give them wise answers that, that you may need to go find those answers from other people, they will continue to come to you and build that relationship of trust that they're really desiring and longing for. So create that atmosphere. All right, let's say you have a daughter, a teenage daughter, and the topic is sex. Yeah. Is that a conversation for mom and daughter, or does dad get involved? 
involved in some way? Well, I, I think both. I mean, there's two different perspectives on that. I mean, a daughter may come up and say, Mom, did you have sex before you get married? Did you and Dad sleep together? Did um, What was Dad doing during the time? Did you used to drink all the time? Did you ever smoke dope when you were in college? Mm-hmm. Uh, why did you and Dad live together? I mean, those are questions that I tell you, parents, they're going to ask that. You know, your kids may not know that you've been divorced once. You know, is it important for your child to know that? You know what? The answer is yes. Yeah, you better not keep that from them That's because right. when they find out, they find they'll out. suspect a lot of things. They will, they? And, and, and because they'll think that you've been withholding things from them somewhere else as well. Mm-hmm. The issue isn't that they're going to look down on you because you've been divorced before. The issue is that you've wanted a close relationship with them and you haven't entered into that where you've shared secrets. When you start sharing your secrets, they'll share their secrets. When you share the things that you're scared of, They'll share the things that they're fearful and scared of. Mm. You know, it's monkey see, monkey do. (laughs) What I will do, they will do. And so I want to mentor them. I want to instruct them. I want to disciple them in taking life issues and bearing the Word of God as I know it and wisdom as I know it into or onto the question that they have so that I can give them some good direction. So depending on the topic, it is appropriate, though. you got to sense this as a parent if, mm-hmm. it's, if it's for both mom and dad or just dad or mom to deal with the, with the question, right? That's right. And there's maybe sometimes that a mom says, hey, go ask your dad. <laughs> you know, or a dad may say, hey, go ask your mom. <laughs> that happens a you lot. Know, and, and that may be something very good. But when you're both saying that about the same question, no. you're going to have to come together and go, no. okay, hey. That's we're building gonna, the wall. Yeah, we're going to come up with an answer for you. Yeah. Every parent thinks they're ready. You made it through the first 12 years after all. But then your child becomes a teenager, and all of a sudden, it's like the parenting rules changed and nobody told you what they are. Your kids completely change their interests, hobbies, appearance, vocabulary, and even their priorities and values. Some parents try to power through, continuing to parent their 16-year-old the same way they parented their 12-year-old. That plan is doomed to failure. Your child is too valuable to fail them now. That's why Mark Gregson wrote Tough Guys and Drama Queens, to help parents understand the changing world of today's teens and how parents can meet the unique challenges facing their children this day and age. Tough Guys and Drama Queens is both a hard-hitting look at what makes modern teens different from any generation that's come before, and practical advice to help parents overcome today's hurdles and retain a relationship with their teens that will last into their adult years. With spiritual truth, practical insights, and proven techniques, Tough Guys and Drama Queens is a book that belongs in every parent's library. Get your copy at parentingteenresources.org. Mark, we're talking today about not building these walls of silence uh, where our kids can't ask questions. I'm sure you've been asked just about every question in the book by all the teens that live at Heartlight, right? Yeah, I have been. You know, and there's one question that sticks out more than anything else. And I say this to show perhaps where kids are thinking. And and here's here's my point. Uh, We ride horses with the kids, and I I love doing that. It was raining one day, and so I said, hey, hop in the car. We're going to run to Starbucks. And and so I have seven or eight girls in the car, and, and they said, hey, Mark, can we ask you a question? You're always asking us questions. And I sat there, and I thought, bingo. I, I finally mm-hmm. get them asking me questions because mm-hmm. that's what I work for with any kid. I want them to start asking me questions. 
And they said, can we ask you a question? And they were serious as anything. And one of the girls said, Mark, if you came home from work and found your wife in bed with somebody, would you rather have it be a man or a woman? Hmm. And I mean, I, I sat there and I thought, I don't know how to answer That'll that. will set you back on your you know, heels, but, won't it? But what was even more surprising is that this is what these kids are thinking. And I sat there and I thought, they are bombarded with same-sex relationships, with information about gay issues across this country. They are wondering about the whole homosexual agenda. They're thinking about heterosexual relationships. They are dealing in that world. And if they can't come to me and ask a question that they truly have— then they're going to go someplace else. And we already know what somebody else is telling them. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's almost like we're the light in the darkness. We're the salt that that adds flavor to perhaps a lot of the questions that they have. We are that beacon that draws them in and says, here's the truth. Now, people always say, well, did you ever answer the question? I haven't yet. <laughs> I mean, because I sit there and I wrestle with that because either way it it... it takes a child somewhere. So I came back and I started asking them questions. And I've got to tell you, when we got to Starbucks, we ended up sitting there two or three hours. That, that opened up a whole conversation. the yeah. best discussion that we've ever had with a group of kids. And my point, if you don't open yourself up for the craziness of those questions, and perhaps what I would consider pretty edgy. I mean, to me, that's an edgy question. Well, if you had expressed shock, that would have shut them down, right? It would have. And if I would have laughed it off, it would have said, Mark isn't one of those that we can go to and ask the question. Mm -hmm. And so, but it was edgy. But if you don't venture out on the edge with those kids, then they'll never know that you can hold on without falling over the edge. And I wanted them to know that. Now, those kids still joke with me a little bit about that question. Hey, remember when I asked you that question and it kind of rocked your world a little bit? They're still thinking about it, though, That's right. That's right. And that's what I want. And so I've given them answers on all those different things from different perspectives to get them thinking and, and so that they'll come to a better conclusion, taking what they already know and what they've learned and using it in their life to walk a good path. Let's take what we've talked about today and let's apply it to this uh, email from a parent who says, we really need help. My daughter's so out of control, I just don't know what to do anymore. She's violent, uses drugs and drinks. I'm afraid to go home sometimes because I don't know what kind of mood she's going to be in. I've had to call the police several times in unsafe situations. Please help. I don't know what to do anymore. Yeah, I think that's where you need to have a real frank discussion with your child and say, hey, you know what? You get to ask me any question you want. I'm an open book. We need to talk about this because we're not going to live like this anymore. I can't do this. I'm not going to call the police except to have you removed. And if anything gets physical, I'm going to turn around and have you arrested. But you cannot live here if we're going through this. Now, if you have a child that's 17 or 18 years old, it's real easy to solve because it's you can get rid of the problem and say, we're not going to live in this house and do this. Mm-hmm. I would suggest that anybody younger than that, that you've got to start asking some questions about what's going to look different within your home, but you take a stand and say, I will not live like this anymore. What you're doing is standing up and expressing yourself in such a way to knock down some walls because those walls that have been built up allow your child to treat you the way they have in the past. And you need to knock those down and say, wait, 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 wait. we're not keeping these up anymore. And, and until a child feels pain from the actions that they're doing, they're not going to, to stop, uh, 
those actions. They're, they will continue until the pain is greater than the pleasure they get from those actions. And so the drinking, the using drugs, the violence is probably a result of being very frustrated with life and taking it out on somebody else. You just say, we're not going to live like that anymore. Hmm. Well, our time is nearly gone. And I'd, I'd just like you to summarize. We've, we've covered such important ground here today. Can you just summarize what the main point is? It is. Make sure that you're talking with your kids. You know, go out and spend time with them, you know, whether that be one meal a, a week or a dinner a week, uh, whether you go see a movie that you can ask questions about. There's plenty of movies out there that are on that, that you can sit and ask questions. Cook their best meal at home and watch that movie around a fire and then make sure that you try to have a discussion about that. Don't get a four-hour movie that everybody's sleeping by the end of it. <laughs> yeah. Get something that sends out a message and just throw some questions something out there. Something thought-provoking. That's right, that you have. You, if you create an opportunity for them to be thinking about things, they will start to ask you questions to get you thinking about things. And the point of it is is having a dialogue and having an opportunity to discuss things back and forth so you can share wisdom and bring truth into their life. Thanks for listening to Parenting Today's Teens. For more information, visit parentingtodaysteens.org. And to learn more about Heartlight, visit heartlightministries.org. If this podcast has been helpful to your family, please share it or give us a quick rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Of course, you can listen to Parenting Today's Teens wherever you listen to podcasts. Join us tomorrow for another great episode. We'll talk to you then.